Ah, this guy is our friend. Still the only member of the show to have a uh, theme song. Justin Sangle had one for five minutes. Tony had one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bert? Yeah. Are you home? Yeah, I'm living in two rooms with my family because we're renovating. So my wife's like, if you're talking on the phone, you go outside. Oh, you didn't have to do that. It's at 5 o'clock in the morning there? Yeah. Oh, good morning. Good morning. The coyotes are still out. <laughs> Were you sleeping? And one time I called you, or you called me on a Saturday morning at 5 o'clock in the morning your time one time, and I go, what are you doing awake? And you go, I don't know. My daughters are training to be farmers, <laughs> which I thought was the greatest line. <laughs> what, what? We just woke you up? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have taken that phone call. It rang twice. Carmen was very persistent. And oh. my wife's like, answer the phone. Go outside. Oh, that's so funny. Well, hey, Bert. How you doing, pal? I'm doing good. I went to uh, Doug Stanhope's premiere of his uh, our special last night, so I was out partying. Nice. How was it? It is absolutely hilarious. Holy cow, it's on CISO. It's called No Place Like Home. Yeah. Johnny Depp produced it, and it is insane. Boy, they really are tight, huh? They're like best friends, dude. That's the weirdest thing. So you know that Johnny Depp must do some crazy drugs. Uh, I don't know if he does drugs, but man, he puts down some booze. Oh, was he there last night? Uh, I, I was kind of kept looking for him, thinking he would be in costume. No, <laughs> <laughs> like a pirate. Yeah, someone, someone. Apparently, he was there like the other night partying, and they were like, "They're like, man, he's so weird. His teeth are gold. His hair's all braided, like." Like and they were like, yeah, he's you know he's going in, he's in costume, he's shooting parts of the Caribbean, he's got to be there like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. This is Bert Kreischer who is uh, still coming on the cruise, right? A hundred percent. Oh boy, the guarantee. <laughs> uh, did you get my text about pre-registering? <laughs> yeah, I'm pre-registering. Okay. Our, our our internet's spotty in our house, so I have to wait until everyone's gone and. I can just sit in the bathroom and, and register. There's a Starbucks seven feet away from your house. Just walk over to Starbucks. I don't do that. Mm, Come on, man. man. That's a, he's I'm writing his it. novel there. He doesn't want to <laughs> yeah. do text. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I wanted to call and talk about the Call and Sick to Work show. <laughs> call and Sick to Work show, Friday morning. We're coming in. We're drinking. I keep saying I'm drinking a cow head. And then we're going right to the club. Listen to what we're doing Friday. We're doing the show uh, from a different studio. You know where Burns is, right? Yeah. Right across the street from Burns is the Epicurean Hotel. And in that hotel, in the lobby, they've built a uh, TV studio kitchen like you'd have on any cooking show. And they have dual uh, uh, stoves and all that stuff. And they do like a chop challenge like they have on the Food Network. So Friday yeah. morning, we're doing our show from there, and Galvin and I are going to go against each other head-to-head, chop style, and you and Carlos Mencia and Ian Beckles are going to be the judges. Oh, hold on. Carlos Mencia? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not get along with Carlos? No. Oh. I just did a podcast where they trashed him. Oh, you did? Oh. <laughs> He's on his way here, so anything you want to say, get it out now. 
<laughs> what did you trash Carlos for? By the way, Bert, we should point out you're on the air right yeah. now. I literally said, when will I ever run into this guy? <laughs> we couldn't have planned it any better. I literally said to myself, I was like, you know what? I'll let this one fly. <laughs> I don't know the guy. Are you kidding me? Carlos? Maybe we'll be doing the punch out on Friday. Yeah. A little bit early. You want to fight Carlos? No, I don't want to fight Carlos. I want to get through the morning. <laughs> oh, this would be this would be great. Nothing makes your radio show better than an uncomfortable relationship mm-hmm. between two comedians. Oh man. What did what did you wanna you wanna make up with him? Do you think he no, even I knows about it? Anything. I didn't say no. He doesn't know about it. Oh, he does now. Podcast. I'm sure he does now. He's on his way here, probably listening. <laughs> he, uh, it's it's it was some lady from the comedy store talking just that uh that is a comic now, and she was just, I mean, trashing him. Oh, and I was like, and I was, I literally was like, I don't, in my head, I was like, it was one of those things. You're like, well, you know what? I've been floating around the comedy store for a while now. I've been. I've never run into the guy. What are the odds I'll ever run into this guy? <laughs> Lock it in, pal. Carlos Mencia, where's he performing? He's uh, down in uh, Port Charlotte at Vasani Hall. Really? But because he's such a good friend of the show, he's driving all the way in today and then coming back on Friday. Yeah, he'll do. He's doing Vasani tonight, tomorrow night, and then the Orlando Improv Thursday through Saturday. Right. Wow. Yep. So yeah, after, no, that should be fun. After 17 long years, bring the two of you guys together. I've never, I've never met the guy. You know, it'd be great is while we have them both there, we listen to all the things Bert said about him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say, I didn't say anything. This lady, this chick, Eleanor, just trashes him. Well, we'll find out because we'll listen to it. We'll, in front of both of you, and we'll see who actually says what. Yeah, yeah, it stinks too because. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what I said, but I'm sure. I'm sure I wasn't like fair and balanced the way Anderson Cooper would have been about it. <laughs> well, when you're interviewing, sometimes you get caught up in what the person's talking about. Well, dude, it's my biggest problem as a man. Yeah. I can't. I have no. I, I, I just want everyone to be happy. So they're like, they can be like, you know what? I said. I just had some good points. I'd be like, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. If you were interviewing a, a key member of ISIS, you'd be a sympathizer by the end of the interview. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. The uniforms are cool. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, either way, Bert's going to be here on Friday, and we'll be live at the Epicurean, and then on Saturday, I mean, I'm sorry, and then uh, Friday at noon, we have the Call and Sick to Work show. Now, Rob is going to open up for you, right? Yep. How long does he need to prepare to do? 15 minutes. Perfect. 40, 45 minutes, Not Rob. 15. I heard your full act I together. I have headphones on. Thank you, Bert. I appreciate it. Is there anybody yeah, else? 25 minutes. And, uh, <laughs> Carlos Mencia is going to go up and repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> Make it worse. Make it worse. <laughs> I might as well, right? What am I going to... Well, I might as well burn it to the ground. He's here now. You want me to bring him in the studio? No, he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> you have headphones over there? Yes. Yeah. Do you want me to go get him? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't <laughs> dislike the guy at all. I just... Why am I doing this? All right, I gotta go, guys. There's a coyote out here. <laughs> Call us at the work show Friday. Call us at the work show Friday. Come see Bert. Carlos is gonna stab Bert live on stage. Real quick, was it uh, Eleanor Kerrigan's podcast that you're talking about? Yeah, Eleanor Kerrigan. Okay. 
We'll get it. So, yeah, yeah. We'll get it going. Hey, Bert, looking forward to seeing you. It should be fun, yeah. This is going to be a blast. Are you uh, Are you excited for the cruise? Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for the cruise. Dude, I've been having allergies like crazy living in this house. I cannot wait to get to, get to the open sea. Like one of those kids that had the consumption. One of those Irish kids who's like, America's going to be a fresh start. Uh, hey, uh, as far as excursions, are you down with like ATVs and stuff? Down with everything. Right. I've been doing it for seven years. I jumped off the world's tallest building. All right, all right. I don't need to see your Bert the uh, Conqueror resume. All right, good. I just wanted to make sure. We're uh, we're very excited. Cal the Cruise number 10, Bert Kreischer, Ralphie May, and uh, Bert's calling to work show this wait, Friday. Wait, wait. When's, when's, when's Ralphie getting to Ralphie is in Jacksonville this weekend, and he is coming uh, straight from Jacksonville on Saturday. Well, he's not going to be in studio Friday? No. No. Just you and Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you? What is wrong with Ralphie? He's working in Jacksonville. Yeah, tell him to get in his tour bus after his show Friday night. He did. He came Friday, in. He came in night. last Friday. Oh God. Yeah. It's gonna be a long night. Friday is gonna be a very what? Now, where are you staying at your father's? I guess I don't know. Stay there so I can pick you up in the morning and take you to Port Canaveral. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Is that yeah Saturday? Yeah, I'm staying at my dad's. Um, yeah, Friday I come in Thursday night. Friday we go in and do radio, and then we'll, I will definitely be drinking Friday morning and radio. Okay, good. I'll, and then we're we'll doing right. the call and sick to work show. Are you coming to call and sick to work show? Of we course, of course we are. Of course we are. All right, we're gonna party. It's, tell Carlos to do some time with us for real. Okay. Well, uh, he's gonna be over in Orlando. Yeah. No, he'll be here. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna. He said he's gonna come back on Friday to do the uh, the live broadcast with us. Yeah, tell Carlos to come in, do some time. We'll get drunk with him. All right, all right. Carlos is crazy. He'll he puts on. Uh, he's a good radio guest. Is he really? Yeah, he's a great radio guest. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's also uh, gonna stab you on Friday, <laughs> which should make for great radio. I didn't do. I didn't say anything about him, but man, I, I did not. I just let it happen. Mm -hmm. That's all right. That's good enough. All right, listen. We'll see you Friday. Call and take to work show noon at the Improv with Burke Kreischer. Yes, I'll see you guys Friday. All right, I'm going back to bed. Good night. See ya. Bye. I right, love you guys. You oh, man, I had no idea. I had no idea. Did you see Carlos? Was he listening? Does he know? Oh, don't worry. We'll tell him about it. There's Carlos. Still skinny. Still looking good. Hey, brother. How you doing, man? How are you doing, my man? Good. By the way, we're sold out, sir. You are? Yeah. I wouldn't have come in. <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> I would have been like, forget that guy. No, but uh, we might have a show on. So here's the thing. Call call the call the club. And if you're interested in a 9 o'clock show on Wednesday, uh, he'll take your number down. And I guess if enough people call. We may do another show. He wants to, I'll add the show no matter what. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I got nothing better to do with my life. No. How okay, is that when you, what am I going to do? When you travel, you don't have to take anything with you. You're just me. This is going to be yeah, funny. I don't have to carry any equipment. Me. Except this guy. You got to bring him. Exactly. What's going on, so brother? What was, Bert, hey, hey, what was Bert saying about me? <laughs> Bert didn't... So the gist of it is, and don't yeah. worry, when Bert's here, we make it a lot worse. Okay, perfect. Uh, the gist of it is, I guess his woman had a podcast that Bert was on. No. Yeah. no or, it Bert's out, podcast? Yeah, it was actually Bert's podcast, and okay. it's a, a girl named Eleanor Kerrigan. Do you know who she is? She's with the Comedy Store or something. Eleanor, Eleanor. Kerrigan. Oh, yeah, I know Eleanor. I think so. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, she used to be a waitress back in the day. Yeah. Right. So oh, yeah, she's a bag she dice clay? Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's L. L. Yeah, she's a great the, friend. The portion that I just heard, I was just listening to, she's saying a lot of stuff about Carlos. 
Bert is basically just letting her talk. Right. Because it's Bert's thing, and he, he's interviewing her. Yeah. And so, yeah. Bert is very uh, non-confrontational, and <laughs> Bert himself just admitted that uh, he could be talking to somebody from ISIS and be like, yeah, I understand why ISIS is so popular. Right, right, right. He just <laughs> doesn't have it. And he, and he actually said he rationalized it in his I head. I get that. He was like, I've never run into Carlos in 17 years. I have nothing to worry about being this uncomfortable. And I was like, hey, right. guess what? Friday. <laughs> and I had no I had no idea that that even went down. So, And Bert's such a good guy, it's always better to make it worse for him. That's funny. You know what it is, though? I don't get mad at that because, because when it all happened, when all that stuff went down, you had to hate me. You were actually an asshole if you didn't. I didn't hate you. No, I didn't care. You. Yeah, I, mean, I know, I know. I guess in comedians. the comedy world. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, uh, like, there were a couple guys that tried to be cool, and then they'd call me up and go, dude, you, you can't. Yeah, 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 like, dude, I just said, "Hey, I'm a friend of Carlos," and then all the emails and everything yeah. I got were like, "Dude, I, I can't go there." I was like, "Dude, I get it. It's fine. It's, oh. it's what I do." But I paid the price so that Amy and Dane can get off the hook. There you yeah. go. No, You're, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like ever since my thing went down, whenever anybody gets accused now of stealing jokes, everybody's like, "No, no, it's not that bad. Come on," yeah. you know? and they get defended. Because they go, dude, no, nobody wants to go through what I went through. Everybody's yeah. like, dude, that, that's harsh. Don't do that anymore. What do you say when you see that? Because that probably when you see like a, a situation with another comedian like Nothing. Amy Amy now. Be, no, I don't. Because at the end of the day, it's like it, it, what, what, what Bert said is what happens. Right. It's like okay, a so guy that matter. says something, something, something. And then later on they go, I've never even met the guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you go, well, where else is all that coming from? Right. It's that kind of a thing. You know, the best one was, where were we where that guy, where those guys apologized to oh, me? Oh, uh, it was somewhere in Texas, I, I want to say. No, it was out here somewhere. Was it? You're no help. But I, I have no help at all. He's the worst road manager <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, we're out there. I go, hey, uh, call the producer. Oh, no, uh, numbers, no numbers to anybody. Uh, <laughs> my defense, my phone is stolen. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was we went to this radio station and these guys, long story short, they're like, hey, we, we want to apologize. Back, back in the day, we ambushed you. You called in here and we had some comedian that said that you had stole his jokes and we're sorry. I don't even remember. But do you, do you have the guy's number? And they're like, yeah. So I go, can you call him up? They're like, yeah. So let's call him up. Oh, wow. So they called him up, and I was like, listen, I don't know who you are. I have no idea. This is back in the day when YouTube wasn't popular. Right. How did how I did you get his joke? How did I yeah. get your joke? And he goes, oh, I never said I stole your joke. Oh, uh, yeah. In front. And I'm like, are you serious, yeah. dude? These guys, did th the whole bit was about that. Mm -hmm. You know, no, all I said was I was, I was mad because I saw you perform, and, and you asked the audience for a standing ovation, and they stood up. I'm like, first of all, that's not me. I don't do that. Right. I I walk off stage without saying goodnight. <laughs> my that's my favorite. Uh, I was just mad because right. you were really successful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I get out of that whole thing. I don't I don't yeah. even know. So I, I don't at, care. at this point, I don't care. I'm sure Bert's a nice guy. I've done shows with Stan Hope. Bert after, is a nice you guy. You know what I mean? He's a really nice guy. But yeah, I can't speak for anybody except right. Bert. Right. I get Bert. I guarantee yeah. you. At the end of it, was like I don't even know why I did that. Oh, I don't yeah. care. And, and he said he probably didn't say anything, but he probably yeah. just sat there and yeah, let her talk. Care. So and Elle's a really good. And Elle's a really like she's really sweet. Oh she's no, evidently not. Yeah. Now we should hate Elle. Nah, I don't hate Elle. Oh, you're too nice. Your life must be so good that you're always in a good mood. Do you want to hear any of this audio? Sure, if you, if you think it's fun. Sure. I don't know. Well, I let's think it's fun it. to listen okay, to it. let's do it. This is, a, by the way, for you, those of you joining us, uh, we talked to Bert Kreischer earlier today. Bert will be in town on Friday for a call and sick to work show. 
And that I'm going to be on, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and I told uh, him that Carlos would be here, and he was like, oh, Carlos? And I said, why, you don't like Carlos? He goes, no, no, I, I like Carlos, but I just was on the podcast, and they just talked a bunch of crap about him. <laughs> and I thought, perfect. Let's stir the pot and make it worse. Yes. Uh, this is some woman named Eleanor. She's a comedian that used to work at the comedy store and right, used for to you bang guys. dice. So Eleanor used to work at the comedy store. She was, she was a really good friend. She wanted to do stand-up. She wanted to do stand-up. And then eventually, years later, she did. And if you've seen the Blue Show on Showtime that uh, Dice hosted, right. she was that Eleanor. Okay. Here it is. Right before Freddie died, um, he kept calling. That's Freddie, by the Freddy? way. My buddy Freddie. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. He was like, I'm pissed i was like what's the matter i don't know how to use a computer i grew up in a typewriter store he's like i'm gonna walk you through this you gotta look this up so i go on the computer at dice's i figure it out i look it up i see the uh promo for mind of mencia is that what it's called yeah something like that so if there was five jokes on there four of them were freddie's top bits oh you stole freddie's jokes now yes freddie's yeah. jokes Really? And he was pissed. He's like, this mother... He's coming after me for jokes. Now, I knew he stole Freddie's jokes for years. Freddie would call me from the road in 94 or 93, but Carlos was giving him money. So Freddie was like, he's not going to let me do these bits tonight. He told me he's doing them. You got to help me. How do we write bits? All right, time so it out, time it out. Stop yeah. it right there. Now, listen, he'll tell you this. I have never in my life told an opener... Don't, don't, don't do, do your jokes, yeah. Don't ever. It's never would never ever do that. Right. Would right. never ever do that. Plus, he the interesting thing is, if you saw him perform before you ever met me, his favorite character was his father. And his father was really demure when mm -hmm. he met me. So the jokes would be like, uh, his father would say, um, go go find the, the thing to fix the thing. Well, where is it? It's on the top of the left, of the side, you know, to find it, to find it. That's who his dad was. Right. After he saw me perform and he got around me and he saw the energy that I do, all of a sudden his father went from that demeanor to, go find it! Yeah. It's to the left, of the top of the yeah. left! We actually did a show called The Three Amigos that we meet, we did a movie together. Uh -huh. And those are the bits that everybody's saying, I supposedly uh -huh. stole. That I, went on before I actually did the did bit. The thing, yeah. Interestingly enough, I found this guy in the middle of nowhere, brought him up on stage, took him on the road for about three years, and helped him really develop to become a great comic. It's really funny because this weekend, on a Saturday's second show, six comedians showed up and they wanted to do some time. Right. So I let them all do some right. time. And when I went on stage, I said, give it up for the six comedians. I'm a really nice guy. Uh, I always say yes to other comics. I, I love comics. I don't care what they do. I said, but one of them will betray me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did the Jesus uh, moment. I said, one of them will betray me. <laughs> and ironically, yesterday, this little bitch was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't believe that you say that. <laughs> because this is this is how I feel about it. It's just you're you're put you're bunching a bunch of people into a category that somebody's okay. If somebody does betray you, right? Yeah, it's it, like you're blaming me for something that's not you. Yeah, one of the six of you. I said exactly yeah, one of the six. You're putting it out there for everybody to judge, not just one. Like, no, he knows he's right. He's that dude, that many people. One of them yes. in the history. Is, one yes. of them is going to betray him. Sounds like a It'll be conscience. easier for me to. to Make a name for myself 
by making fun of Carlos and saying he's claiming using his name to propel my fame. I would well, okay. I I'm thinking about betraying you right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I think that just putting it out there like that is kind of weird. It's, it's it, messed it, it up. Happens, dude. It's messed up. It's it may not be you. There. It, it may not, not be you. There's exactly. five other people to choose from. It might not be but, you, Judas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It's just I feel like it's weird. I think it's weird. But uh, yeah, mark but, that tape when we're, when we're looking for Cisco yeah, to break but, his legs. But Freddie, I. I, Freddie was, yeah, Freddie was a good, really good friend of mine. He was one of my best openers, and I almost died for Freddie. How? Okay, so this is how I met Freddie. I'm at the comedy store, and it's Black Knight. Right. And they're just heckling the comics. So this guy comes out, and he's doing a bit about his dad, and I think it's a funny bit. And these guys are, like, talking smack about him. So I went on stage in the middle of his act and went, hold on for a second. And I looked over... And it was Dr. Dre, the DOC, and uh, Snoop. So I noticed that it's them, and I'm like, you guys are artists. These guys, this is amateur night. What are you doing? Why would you do this? How would you like, you know what? Let him finish his act. Just let him do his act. I'm going to come up in a second, and I'm a pro, and you're a pro, and you and I can go at it. We can do this. So they shut up. He finishes his act. He gets off stage. As I'm walking on stage, uh, they go, you better be good, Taco Bender. Oh. And I said, don't worry, Jungle Bunny. Oh. And the audience went, ooh. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. If he's going to come at me with race, I'm going to come at him with race. And if you guys are not going to support that, you need to get your asses out of here. Because uh-huh. it's going to get real in here. So I started making fun of the DOC who had already had the accident. Now, I'm a big fan of the DOC. Right. And he does a song called Portrait of a Masterpiece where in the middle of the song, he stops rapping because it's a really fast song. And he, and and he's like, Portrait of a Masterpiece. It's unquestionable. Whatever. And he gets... Uh, he gets to a place where he goes, why are you stopping to catch my breath? Kick it ready? Yeah, it's drunk. So... I say to him, hey, you should still rap. You should just use a voice box. <laughs> so I put the mic to my thing and I started doing his rap. And I'm saying, and I go, why are you stopping? I go, to change my batteries. <laughs> the audience is just, Lost dude, it. losing it, losing it. I mean, losing it. And then when it dies down, I hear, yo, man, we going to bust a cap in your ass. Mm. And it was Snoop. And I look over and then... To the other side of the room, I hear this. No, 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 no. Y'all started this. So y'all need to shut up and sit down. And I look over, and it's Shaq. I was saying, it's got to be Shaq. It's Shaq. Yeah, yeah. And Shaq is standing up, and just this massive thing is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I look over to him, and I'm like, what? And he's like, nah, man, they started this cool. So I was like, yeah, but let's move on now. <laughs> and then the whole show, whatever. So I thought nothing of it. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Three years later, I'm at the comedy store and I walk down the steps and there's a guy with a hoodie and I pass by him and he grabs me from the back of the shirt and he pulls me back. And I look and it's Dr. Dre. And he goes, yo, first of all, you were right. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. As an artist, we should respect the younger cats and help them out. But I do want you to know that if it wasn't for Shaq, we would have killed you. <laughs> we would have busted cats. Uh-huh. That is how I met Freddie. Oh, that's funny. And I brought him on the road because I was willing to do that for him. And when I say somebody's going to betray me, yeah, like, Freddie and Judas, those those were the pains. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That I felt and like. 
if if he ever felt that way, he could have called me, had my number. I mean, dude, we went on the road together. That's we when did they, uh, a movie together. Yeah. We, you know, so all this stuff is just stuff for these guys to talk about and bring up. You know what I well, mean? Well, it's easy now. Now it's easy to say yeah. uh, you've been targeted, so yeah. now anybody could just say and, that. And and yeah, nobody defended me, so it was like it just went past that point. But you I know, what are you gonna do? I just want to point out in Bert's defense, all Bert does is go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bert's really not, Bert's really not going no, I get it. But it just doesn't, it doesn't even make sense that I would, I would have an opener doing bits and then me doing them after. And by the way, everybody knows on TV shows, there's like 50 writers. Yeah. Well, actually, we had like 13 writers. And, you know, we're not... I'm you can't doing, police everything that's been written either. You don't know well, who's I, gotten what from who. But and, I didn't do his act. Literally, was about his dad. Yeah. That was the majority of his act. His father. I don't. I don't even do stuff like that. My father doesn't even sound like him. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, well, I don't do it. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. That, you, I, you know this, bro. I'm surprised that we haven't had somebody call in or because every other time there's been somebody telling you why are you gonna have him on the show? And Just, I think that's why they don't now because they know I don't care what that. Right. 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 I know why I have you on the show. I love having you. Here. I think you're very funny, and uh, you would never steal anything from this show because nothing is worth it. 